0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So good to be able to be online with you all again this Wednesday. What a privilege. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we bless him, praise him, worship him? In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Jesus, we love you. We worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. Father, we love you. We worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. Spirit, we love you. We worship you. And adore you. Glorify your name. In all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. In all the earth. Oh, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, Shabba Balmeriso Coramanderiande, Lubre di Bramanda la Our Father, Shamatabra Balmana Brande Siende, O Holy One, Bresce Brinde, Papa Repapa la Branda la Barianta. Father, we bless you in the name of Jesus, Nemo oh, Brodo Coporo siribelde, Belde, O Hallelujah, Rapase Rabalma. Robo Bel Mele presente reboroko pala kamande hallelujah la prasikiti buru spremende ama standa brakaninda luta preste frefelido korobuse worship you worship you worship you worship you hallelujah 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 blessed be the name of the living god blessed be the name of the most high Worship you, Hapa Santa Rimaco Sorboro Boriende, Libos di Capalva Liberende. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Oh, Maschande Rabashende Reba Calma. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Ah, Mashtakala Brambala Travasa Brava Camasambala Brava Yanta. Oh, Mate Ceste, Brede Cora, Baradiste, Nenoco, Hote, Brecce, Coros, Suprele, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. We worship you, Laborean, Labarias, De Laborocosunto. Blessed be the name of the living God, Blessed be the name of the living God. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh thank you Lord thank you for healing that person's sinuses right there Mashallah Rabbal mata rabakari oh we worship you we worship you we worship you we worship you bless the name of the Lord Jesus Nimbrala kal barakada la barianta labakasan randakariante in the name of Jesus hallelujah roshe mante proshiprete vikerebokura Hallelujah, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. Hallelujah, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Faithful God, faithful God, faithful God, faithful God. Oh, blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise, we give you thanks. Worthy, 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 worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mete Branda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, 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 worship you, worship you, worship you, worship. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Santa Rabaya Oh thank you Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Abba Father, thank you, Abba Father, thank you, Abba Father, thank you, Abba Father. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy to receive glory, worthy to receive honor, worthy to receive praise. We bless you, we praise you, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, we call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord. The name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus to someone who was suffering from some kind of serious sinus problems. And then there was another situation of uh, um, the intestinal tract after the esophagus, just before uh, the bag there, you know, something in the intestines at the beginning part, some serious irritation there in the walls and so on. I just saw that. I believe the mercy of God is working. Praise God. To receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, we're going to read a few verses from the book of, uh, starting in the book of John. John 16, notice there, verse 21. <clears throat> John 16 is a verse, I mean a chapter close to the things of the Holy Spirit. Between 13 and 17, you will see. Lots of talks there in one stretch. But anyway, from verse 21, A woman, when she's in travail, hath sorrow, because her hour is come. But as soon as she's delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. Hallelujah. Notice that kind of language there about having uh, travails, and then the child is born, and then the mother forgets all the pain because of the joy of the child being born. And then the next verse continues, and you know, therefore, or rather, you now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy, no man take it from you. Hallelujah. So he compared it to pains, uh, sufferings that you're going to see on the earth. Um, More verses are there if you begin to consider this. Let's look also in uh, Romans, the 8th chapter. Observe there, similar kind of language is used by the Spirit of God. Here it says in verse 19, For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature, verse 20 continues, was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Hallelujah. So there is a lot of vanity there. The curse is on the earth, uh, and the curse is in the ground actually, uh, Man was not cursed. The woman was not cursed. The serpent was cursed. And the ground was cursed way back in Genesis. And so that curse that's in the ground uh, has affected plants, animals, and also uh, our own flesh comes out of that place. So there is that cursed flesh, uh, nature also, uh, with each one of us. So praise God. And he says that God in his great wisdom, allowed all that to happen because he's expecting uh, hope to come out of all of that vanity. There's going to be a breaking out and the expected end is going to happen. Praise God. So, the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him that subjected the same in hope. Verse 21 continues, Because the creature itself, also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Hallelujah. So that's talking about this awesome, glorious redemption of our bodies that's going to take place in the rapture very soon in Jesus' name where that vanity and that corruption and that bondage is broken. Hallelujah. As so we're changed into that glorious liberty, of the children of God, and we will be having bodies just like Jesus has right now. Praise God. Twenty-two. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruit of the Spirit, even we groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption of To wit the redemption of our body, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope, for what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for? Hallelujah. If we hope for that which we see not, then we do with patience, wait for it. Praise God. So there is coming a a redemption of our body also, where your body is going to be changed, and it will be caught up together. Uh, with the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. And we'll live with Him forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, meantime, because of the curse that's on the earth and because of the curse in the flesh, nature, uh, we have some travails going on, some groanings going on. But once this uh, delivery takes place, in quote, delivery takes place, then we will no longer remember even <laughs> because of the joy of the child being born. Amen? So, praise God. We have some delivery travails going on. The earth is also going through travails, the whole of creation. The earth is travailing, and uh, the actual travail of the earth will be during the tribulation, and then the earth will, in quote, give birth to the millennial reign or. A time when there's no more curse on the earth for a thousand years. Hallelujah. So that's what the whole of creation is aching and groaning for. While we are groaning for, travailing for these new redeemed bodies. Hallelujah. Praise God. So meantime, we are in travail. We are in uh, all kinds of um, sufferings, um, enduring things, you know, patiently. Till that day, and then when that glorious occasion happens, we know, praise God, it is done. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. God is a faithful God. Thank you, Jesus. So, expect to uh, press in with all patience, endurance, uh, without giving up. Because just like a woman in travail, once that child is born, she forgets everything. Praise God. So, don't you forget that it's temporary, there is an end to all these things, and it's coming. Hallelujah. Go also to the book of Luke as we throw in a few more logs into the flame there. Luke 17, and let's go down to um, 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, 27 continues. they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah or Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, it was in the days of Lot they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Hmm. Praise God. Of course, you realize here that the verse is specifically talking about the coming where every eye sees Him. That is, after the tribulation but it connects with us now because uh, this whole atmosphere is also there in that time just uh, before, prior to it. So you can sense people, you know, if this happened in the millennium, they drank, they married, they built in the midst, I'm sorry, in the tribulation, in the midst of all of that suffering, people still went ahead and just acted like nothing happened, and just marrying, drinking, building, whatever they were doing, how about now? Don't you think that they will do it even much more? Absolutely, they, sh- they will and they are. <laughs> so it may look silly to uh, people when you are not joining in that congregation of reveling and uh, so on, but you are waiting patiently, you are rather travailing, you are um, going through birth pains, you know, Uh, aching, moaning, groaning. You can sense it in prayer, in standing with God and His Word in the midst of all that seems to be negative against each one of us. Hallelujah. Where it's not a fashionable thing, where it is not a good thing, you know, to be a believer. We look like fools. We look like idiots. Hallelujah. But thank God, Jesus knows about it. Hallelujah. Let's not forget, Sister Krupa will help us in a few translations. Let's just hear John 16, verse 20, in Canada. Praise God. Then we can also look at Luke
1: 17. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's also see Luke 17 and let's hear verse
0: 27 and 28 in Kannada also.
1: Nohanu Elli serida dhinada varegu Avarutinuta Kudyuta kudiyuttha madhuvya maadikollutha matthu madhuvya maadikollutha iddharu. Aga jala Bandu bandhu avarellarannu nashamadittu. Hmm.
0: Then 20. Adhe
1: prakara lotana divasagadalli yu ittu avaru tinnu atthiddharu, kudiyutthiddharu, avaru Kondukulu atthiddharu, maru tiddharu, avaru nidu tiddharu matthu kattu tiddharu.
0: So you can see that it was just life as usual going on. But praise God, the minute that Lot came out of that place, fire brimstone. The minute that Noah finished and closed the door, the door was closed to the ark, that was it. The rains began, the floods came. So surely, just like that, as surely as Jesus has used these examples, proving that they are true, he has quoted them. Proving that Genesis accounts are true, he has quoted them. He is now referring this to our times that are coming up shortly. Meantime, we look like um, we are so crazy to believe such things that we are anticipation, anticipating even the redemption of our bodies. Praise God. <laughs> but one of these days, just as surely as Jesus came, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. A historical fact that Jesus was on the earth, these things are going to happen. Hallelujah. Let's also... Uh, look at another verse of Scripture in 2 Timothy, the third chapter. Let's read there, um, let see verse 8 or so. Yeah, some strange names are there, speaking about some of the last day's attitudes. He goes on to verse 7, ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And then verse 8 says, Now as Janice... And Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. Hallelujah. Let's hear that also in Kannada, maybe verse 8.
1: <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you know, even
0: though their names are not specifically mentioned in the Exodus accounts, um, here it comes up by the Spirit of God, two names, Janes and Jambres, we understand, withstood Moses, resisted the truth. So there could be people today also who are just resisting the truth, you know, standing against the reality of what we believe in. But praise God, no matter what it looks like, what Jesus said, what the Word of God has said is going to come to pass. So, hallelujah, keep your expectation up, keep your joy up there. Hallelujah, and don't be moved. Don't be moved by the things that are happening upon the earth uh, whether it be political, whether it be financial, um, whatever you see out there is already known by God. God is not surprised by any of these things. And we're dealing with Him. He's our security. He's our Father. He's our God. Hallelujah. So um, notice that in Daniel, over there, when we had studied, uh, we saw about this huge apparition um, in the form of a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had where the head was gold and the feet were a mixture of iron and clay and how the value and strength reduced all the way till it came to the toes and so the toes represented a certain kingdom which would be um, a mixture and not have real strength. The real strength of the iron wouldn't be there because it would be mixed with clay, and therefore it would be very brittle. So, you're going to find out that the eventual um, political scenario or government is going to be one that is not so strong, It's going to be weak, even though they are trying to form such governments and trying to have such rulership. You will notice that eventually what will happen is that the rulers of these nations, which are formed by ten toes there, will have the wealth and have the authority, while the citizens will be poor. So that is what you can look forward to seeing, that um, wealth will be transferred towards those that are the rulers of these uh, various nations. So, hallelujah. These things are coming, but don't be worried, don't be anxious, don't be fretful, hallelujah. Our God is a faithful God. He's the one who said, when all these things come upon the earth, when you see these things coming upon the earth, the beginning of these things, He said, look up, haha, for your redemption draws near. Hallelujah. So, um, we'll have to, meantime, take our eyes away from what you see, what uh, is all around in the news, and obviously in the politics. You will see it very clearly But we should not be moved by all that. We should begin to fellowship more with the Lord who has given us hope, who has given us expectation, who is coming back for us. Hallelujah. This is time to really spend in His presence fellowshipping with His Spirit, fellowshipping with His Word, fellowshipping with Him so that you are not moved, you are not shaken. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm. Let's go again to... Um, I think we heard this in Canada. Shall we hear that? No. Second Timothy
1: three verse eight in Canada, please.
0: <inaudible> Hallelujah. So you see that in Canada also. Let's look at Romans chapter eight and observe verse eighteen. He it says, it says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy <laughs> to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Notice how God tells us that when you actually balance it out in the books, He says, when you factor everything out there, He says, no matter how much you suffer or have to endure in this present life, it's not worthy To be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So someone has gone ahead, who knows everything, has gone ahead and tabulated it in the accounts and said that whatever you're suffering, whatever you're going through right now, is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. So that's what we are expecting That's what we're looking forward to, praise the Lord Jesus. So this is a time to not be moved, to not be shaken by whatever you see happening on the earth, all around you. You may be even ridiculed, you may be taken for a laughing stock and just comedians. But honestly, God knew all this, nothing has surprised Him. As they made fun of people like Noah, they're going to also be surprised of course, we pity them, but they're going to be surprised when it actually comes to pass and Jesus comes to receive his people. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 18 of Romans 8, also in Kannada, please.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Notice that Janus and Jambres were resisting the truth. The problem with truth is that it's the truth. So the only thing you can do is resist it, but that's the truth. Hallelujah. No matter what, the truth is the truth. So that is going to stand, and we as lovers of truth have to spend time, because we have the curse in the flesh, we'll have to spend time focusing on the truth. And that truth separates us or sanctifies us from whatever is going on out there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Notice Jesus prayed there in John 17. Some very, very powerful prayer. Very touching. Very emotional prayer. It was called sometimes the great high priestly prayer. Notice there John 17, verse 15. Talking about them at that point, He said, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. So He was praying that, those who had believed in Him at that point should not just get taken out immediately after getting saved, notice that, but they should be kept from evil. Then He continues, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So even though we're living in the world, we are not of the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. We may look like them. We may uh, even, in quote, live around and seem like them, but... We are not of this world. Hallelujah. Praise God. And verse 17 continues, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the word of God is going to separate us and make a clear demarcation and keep us away and sever us, sever us, sever us from the influence and control of whatever is out there. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear these three lines of scripture also in Kannada
1: verse fifteen to seventeen. Amen. So Nanu hmm.
0: Amen. So it says, Thy truth. Notice that. Sanctify them through Thy truth. So there is all kinds of truth out there, but there is God's truth also. And that truth that God has said is what separates us. Hallelujah. So we need to see it the way God sees it. And that is the truth that separates us from the influence influence and power and uh, authority and whatever you see out there today. Praise God. His truth. Praise God. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at a few more verses like this. Um, You know, just to be convinced about how much He cares for us is really amazing. Notice back in Ephesians, the first chapter and the fourth verse, we were enjoying that whole reading uh, of the first chapter. A few days ago, during fasting and prayer, I believe that we should major in these verses in these days more than ever before because this talks about God and what He did for us before even any other creation came out. Isn't that interesting? God had already planned all of this before any other factors were seen. So this is how He thinks and this is what He has done. Praise God. That's the wonderful thing about Him. Notice Ephesians 1.4 says, According as He has chosen us in Him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame, before Him in love. Hmm. According as He has chosen us in Him, notice that, before the foundation of the world, we should be holy and "...without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will." Hallelujah. Hmm. So this is His good pleasure. This is His will. Nobody forced Him. There was no pressure on Him freely out of His own desire. He wanted you and I and the believer... To enjoy these benefits, praise God. This was His plan before time began. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That we should be holy without blame before Him in love. According to His good pleasure. Amen. So in God's eyes, you are holy. You are pure. You are in the love of God. That is your predestined plan. You are a child of God. You are as Jesus Himself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All of this has been done before time began, before your mother even thought about you, before your parents thought about you. Hallelujah. It's nice to know that there was someone who was thinking about you and I, thinking about the believer, thinking about people, long before creation itself, And having such good plans for them. And planned based on their own will. Notice here. It is not that He chose that so and so would be like this and so and so would be like that. No. Our will is what is actually factored in. And based on our free will choice, we have now a plan in God. Glory to God. Notice that personality of God where he has never forced anybody. Praise God. He just knows before anyone was on the earth. He just knows what they will choose. And based on their choice, he has planned for them. Therefore, those who do not believe in him don't really have any plan in him. And if they remain like that, well, they will face the wrath, unfortunately. So... God is a perfect gentleman and requires our will to cooperate and uh, work with. Amen? And so that is the predestined plan of God, that we should become just like Him, holy, without blame, before Him, in love. So before any of your so-called character flaws showed up, notice in His eyes you were already holy and without blame, in love. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the more we understand that, the more we will live it out. Praise God. So the way God looks at it is what is important. It's that truth, His truth that separates us. That truth, when pondered upon, meditated on, prayerfully thought upon, and beginning to uh, take dominion in our thoughts and our deep imagination, it begins to now produce the effect on the outside And we actually walk out the plan of God for our lives, no matter what is going on around. Hallelujah, glory to God. So seeing it the way God sees it is everything. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. What matters is how God has seen us in Christ, in Him. Hallelujah. So this is a good time while you're on the planet to think on these things more, to meditate on them, fellowship with them, fellowship with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, by the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, in greater measure as these things are happening around us because we do not fit in, we look ridiculous, uh, we look like a bunch of strangers, which is true. (laughs) We are not of this world, even though we are in this world. Amen? So there's going to be a lot of challenges coming in the form of fear, And uh, I believe that we have to begin to work against these things. They are also things that would like to choke uh, the power of God's Word, the seed of God's Word out of our lives. Maybe we should hear Ephesians 1, 4, and 5 also in Canada, please.
1: Now, pretty Lidu, Athana, Sani, the Elli, Parishuddarun, ಜಗತ್ತಿಗೆ Agirabekin, do Athanu, Astivara, Hakuva, Kinta, Munchin, Amanu, Christian Ali, Arisikondanu.
0: Amen. So, it's
1: Athanutana, Chitta, Daya, mm, Purvakavada, Ananda, Glory, glory, glory.
0: Interesting stuff. Let's look at another verse which uh, will really be a blessing right there. Um, In the book of uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, you'll see an amazing line of scripture which I'm really excited about. Jeremiah seemed like an ordinary chap with all kinds of complaints just like anybody else. (laughs) Praise God. But God is very patient with him. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. And notice he says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Hmm. Glory to God. So he's giving us an idea how he thinks, how he sees things. Notice how it begins in verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying. So there you have an ordinary kind of man family, life, whatever. And then the word of the Lord comes. That's what separates everything else. Hallelujah. And he says, before I formed you in the belly. So guess who formed you in the belly? He formed you in the belly. And he knew the person that had form in the belly. So before you were formed, before you had any form, before you had any physical substance, you were actually there. You are not just physical substance alone, you know, prove that you are in the spirit and you are a spirit being and you were in the mind of God, you were known of God. You were an actual personality, but you did not have form. You did not have physical substance. Praise God. Ha, 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 ha. And God set you apart and put His hand on you, and blessed you for a specific purpose. Mm -mm. Glory to God. So this is not a time to be moved by things outside, by words and reports and things that you see out there, but to draw within and concentrate on the Word of God, and what our Father and the Great Holy Spirit have planned for us before even the earth was formed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. This will be a wonderful time for us to draw in and begin to focus on these kind of realities. Because this is the only reality that matters. Hallelujah. We cannot afford to be sucked and drawn away with the rest of all of creation. With that curse that's out there. This is going to separate us from that curse. Hallelujah. Praise God. So... Get ready to ponder on these things more and more. Shall we hear this also in Canada? Uh, Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5. Hallelujah.
1: Glory to God. <laughs>
0: oh, we give you praise. Amen. But notice he begins to complain about his own abilities and inabilities, how he cannot speak and all that. Then in verse 8, look what God says. He says, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, says the Lord. Hallelujah. So God knows that there are fears in that fallen nature that would like to connect with things that are out there and um, suppress and keep back the purpose of God for your life. And He is there to tell you something. He says, Be not afraid. Be not afraid of man. Be not afraid of anything that's out there. Whatever visuals are appearing, whatever it seems to be tangible, He says, don't be afraid of it. Hallelujah. His plans have to come to pass. His purposes have to come to pass. Amen? So God is familiar with the fact that we are dealing with the curse also because part of it is in our you know, fleshly nature. And it would like to connect with whatever is out there in that fallen realm and in these last days kind of atmosphere. But be not afraid is what He would say again and again. Hallelujah. So we need to begin to fellowship with the positive truth of God's Word concerning us. Glory to God. Let's go also to another similar thought in Second um, Timothy chapter 1 and observe there. Glory to God. Second Timothy 1, observe verse 8, He says, Be not th- thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. So there are tendencies to be uh, embarrassed and maybe uh, even stung by what reactions are out there that embarrasses you to, Not be so vibrant about your testimony, about, you know, bringing Jesus to the front. But he says, don't be ashamed of it, you know. Endure these things, whatever afflictions are out there, endure it in the power of God. That means drawing from the Word, drawing from the Spirit of God, acting on what God said rather than what you feel. Verse 9 continues, who has saved us? Notice the (laughs) original thought. Who has saved us. You're already saved from all of that. Thank you, Jesus. Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not according to our works. Notice that when there was nothing else, when there was nobody else, God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit gathered together and your name was called there. Hallelujah. Your name was called in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Before you could do anything, before you could come in and hinder Him or help Him, your name was called in Him. Thank you, Jesus. Saved in Him. Called with an holy calling, not according to our works. So you did not help, you did not do anything. Before you could do anything, you were already locked in there. In the mind of God. Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Not according to our works, but according to His own purpose. You are now in the purpose of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And there is grace. Notice that. And grace. There is God's full ability, whole character, nature, supply. Everything that God has is there towards you for that purpose, for that plan which is to just be a witness, to just magnify Him constantly. Praise God. Be able to share, to be a minister, to be a help, rather than a hindrance to anybody, given to us in Christ before the world began. Whoa! Given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Hmm. I think we should hear this in Canada.
1: Also Second Timothy one nine.
0: Hallelujah. Given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. All the grace, all the ability, all the supply, all of heaven has been already given to us. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be moved by what you see there. You don't have to believe those things. Hallelujah. Notice how it continues. But it's now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. By the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hold your finger there and let's, let's hear that part also in Kannada, maybe the whole 10th
1: verse. Amen. He
0: says, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death, and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel? Hallelujah! So keep that thought, and let's just look at a similar um, idea. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Glory to God. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. I don't know about you, but these things are so full of hope. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. In uh, the book of Peter, 1 Peter 1 and 19, he says, But with the precious blood of Christ, the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish, without spot, who verily, verse 20 continues, was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Hallelujah. So notice here that the same kind of language is used for Jesus, which is also supposed to be for you. That He was there. The Lamb of God was always there before time began. He was even slain in the mind of God before time began. But then at the right time, He became manifest, or He appeared in a way that you could see. That means you and I were like that too. We were there, always in the plan and thought of God, till we were made manifest. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Woo, glory to God. So don't be moved, my brother, my sister. These things, they came later on. You were already in the plan and equipment and the blessing and purpose of God before any of these things showed up. And the perfect God, who thought about all this long time ago, thought about you long time ago, who thought about His own Son, Jesus, and guess what? You follow His story, He came out victorious and became ruler of everything. <laughs> so guess what? You are His brother, you're joining with Him, and guess what? When all the smoke and everything is over, You'll be ruling and reigning. We win. At the end of the story, we always win. (laughs) Oh, this is time to fellowship with all of these kind of thoughts. Think more about them. Pray about them. Ponder about them. And realize that the one who knew you before time began has planned for you and equipped you to finish whatever you were created for. And nothing that you can see Nothing that is upon the earth, nothing that is coming can stop you. Nothing can actually hinder you because you were equipped just as Jesus was equipped. You were planned for, just like Jesus was planned for, to come and be manifest here, praise God. You had to be born. He had to be manifested. He had to have every need met until He became poor, until He became a curse, until He took you a place and my place. Until he went to hell for us. He had to just be completely taken care of. And then he was brought out of hell and death. And then he was raised up. Made to sit in heavenly places. All of that was just thinking about you and I. Glory, 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 glory. (laughs) Hallelujah. The more we fellowship with these thoughts. The more we hang around this in our deep imaginations. I'm telling you. It will take a lot to keep us from just shouting out constantly and being brimming over with joy. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear this also in Canada. 1 Peter chapter 1. Notice there verse 19 and then 20.
1: Glory to God. Hallelujah.
0: Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. It just goes like that. The more you read it, the more you see how much it's connected. Notice 21, it says, Who by Him do believe in God, that raised Him up from the dead, gave Him glory, that your faith and hope might be In God, not in anything else. That your faith and hope will be in God. In God and what God said. Not in any feeling, not in any emotion, not in what is happening on the earth. Our faith and hope is in God. His word, what He said, that separates us from everything out there. Hallelujah. So we need to spend our time building up on these realities. But God knows we're dealing with The curse that's in the flesh and we're living in a place where there's so much fear, particularly in the last days, he says they are perilous times. That means these are times of pressure. These are times of uh, fierce harassment in the atmosphere where nations are planning to eventually plunder everything and only the rulership will have the dominion and the wealth while the citizens... Won't have anything. This is eventually what is going to be panning out there. But my brother, my sister, our faith and our hope is in God who has supplied the grace, all the resources, all the riches in glory for us before time began, locked us into it. And now we have to fellowship with that so that it comes into our manifestation in our lives And we live it out in the midst of all of this, not being moved by anything else. Hallelujah. There's a lot of words there. Praise God. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go on and see how uh, aware God is and how aware the Lord Jesus is of all of these factors. Ha, 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 ha. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's go off to the book of John and observe there, chapter 20. John 20, so you can see that this is after the resurrection, uh, and um, they are, you know, in fear, and they are surrounded by all kinds of thoughts, and, um, you know, they are in the midst of wondering, did we follow in vain? Is Jesus really who he said he is? Uh, What we see on the outside seems to be contrary to. All these kind of thoughts. Hallelujah. So let's pick up there in verse 15 and observe. He says, are we in John there? Praise God. John. All right. A little further down. Touch me not. All right. Verse 8, I believe, first. Forgive me. Then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. For they, notice, for as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre, and seeth two angels in white, sitting the one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. When she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. (laughs) Jesus said unto her, Woman, Why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren." Say unto them I ascend unto my father and your father to my God and to your God <laughs> so this this last line there that verse 17 he says your father my father <laughs> my God your God it just has never actually been ever heard of before And all that he did was to make sure that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ would become the God and Father of each one of us. He said, go and tell them. This is what you should go tell them. I am going to your Father and my Father. Your God, my God. We now share the same God. We share the same Father. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 18 continues, Mary Magdalene came... And told the disciples that he had seen the Lord, that she had seen the Lord, that He had spoken these things unto her. same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. notice, came Jesus and stood in the midst, and said unto them, "Peace be unto you." <clears throat> Glory to God. So you can see there that there's an atmosphere that they are dealing with, an atmosphere of fear. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. They are now shut inside for fear of the Jews, not fear of the Romans. The Romans have crucified Him. The Romans have, in quote, finished with Him. That's the end of that. So now comes the actual opposition from the Jews who have seen and realized that this man (laughs) is not there anymore. And the Bible tells us how that they had spread a rumor. Hmm. Notice in uh, Matthew 28, verse 15, it says, So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews even to this day. Ha, 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 ha. Notice the saying, verse 13. Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. Praise God. So if you can read Matthew 28, it says there, verse 13, it says, Say that his disciples came by night and stole him away. Should we hear that also? Matthew 28 and 13. Then go back to uh, our verse.
1: Praise God.
0: Amen. Notice that this saying is commonly reported. In other words, they knew that Jesus is not there in the grave. They knew that he is not there. It is clear. And they paid money to make sure people would believe the lie that his disciples came and took him away. Hallelujah. So this is now resisting the truth, isn't it? All this is true, but now you are beginning to lie and connive and attack the truth, resist the truth, and that is the same kind of atmosphere and spirit that we are dealing with, where the truth is being made known, but people are resisting it. Hallelujah. But Jesus comes along while the doors were closed, while they're in fear, knowing that Yes, there is fear, and uh, I need to come and tell you, don't be afraid. The doors are shut. You are inside there. You are not opening up your life so much because all these fears are beginning to now come and knock. And uh, (laughs) praise God, I know, I'm aware of what you're going through. And I want to come right in there and tell you, don't be afraid. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go back to John if we can, John the 20th, and let's see if we can read one or two uh, Canada versions there. Let's see, maybe verse 17 in Canada, John 20. Jesus said
1: unto her, touch me not. So imagine these
0: people, they don't know about this story that you and I know today. Now he's just telling them, your father, my father are now the same. Your God and my God are the same. And today we just read some verses that took us way back and showed us that that Father and this Lord Jesus have planned for us before time began. Wow. So you can see in this kind of scripture the tracking of the physical things that happened so that even if you and I were there at that moment in time, we probably wouldn't have done anything different. We would have been scared. You know, the only person who was not that scared was John. He hung around the cross, but from a safe distance. And then there were some women also who were watching from far. But I'm telling you, there was an atmosphere of fear. We have followed somebody in vain. They did not know the Scripture that said He would rise again from the dead. Maybe they just heard it, but it was not real. So they were not expecting any good news. It was just fear and failure. And, you know, everything around that cross and death of Jesus looks like just failure. So imagine an atmosphere of failure. Everything around seems to be failing. And Jesus knows about it. And you have now decided to close yourself in. You cannot show the light. You cannot come out the way you used to. Your testimony is not so bold. You are not excited. You are lackluster, humdrum, you know. Everything looks like that, and then Jesus comes in and says, don't be afraid. I am actually alive. I am right in the middle of your life right now. I am with you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus stood, the Bible says, in the midst of them, in verse 19, in the midst and said unto them, peace be unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So he says, fear not, and then peace be unto you. Twenty, when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Notice the other side is to be glad. Amen? This side is to be fearful, to be worried, to lose your peace. And then the positive side is be glad. (laughs) They were Glad. Can you see why he keeps telling us to be glad? Because we are on this side of it. It's all been done. The Father is now our Father. The Lord of glory is now our Father. The Lord Jesus' own Father is our own God. Ha, ha, ha. The same Father, the same God. Wow. He says, now you can be glad. Hallelujah. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. 21. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so Send I send you. Hallelujah. He breathed on them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost, and so on. But notice verse 24, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Hmm. Praise God. Thomas was not there. Jesus is concerned of every single one of them. Isn't it? Verse 25, Then the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Well, that's pretty clear. He said, unless I see and touch and feel, I will not believe. Praise God. Let's hear that in Kannada, maybe verse 25.
1: Ada, there in the Bere Shishiru Avanige, now Nu Nodi at Deve and Du Heli Adare Avanu Avarige, nanu Athana Kaigal Ali, Molegala Gurutan Nodi, our Molegala Gurutin Ali, Nana Beralanu, it to Athana Pacalin and Nakayanu Haka the Horatu Nanuna.
0: Amen. And after eight days, twenty six continues, his disciples were within. So they're still inside. Notice Thomas with them. <laughs> Then came Jesus, the doors being shut. So they're still in that place. You know, they were glad and all, but there's still an atmosphere. (laughs) The doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. He's giving them more doses of this, you see? You kind of lose your peace. The fear comes, then you lose your peace and everything is a mess. But Jesus is concerned. He's saying, I'll give you how many doses you need. Amen. 27. Then said he to Thomas, he said, by the way, I heard it, I know everything. Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand, thrust it into my side. Be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they who have not seen me yet have believed. Whoa, glory to God. That's where your name and my name came in, in the place of the blessed ones. The blessed, blessed ones. Ha, ha, ha. Who did not see anything and have believed. You are already so blessed. Praise God forevermore. Maybe we'll hear verse 29 in Canada. And then proceed. Praise the Lord Jesus. So can you see that just from there, the faith of the Son of God was given to you in the message of the gospel. It came into your life. You accepted it. Ha, ha, ha. You got born again. You got created anew in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. You became his own son. You became a member of the family of the Father God. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. And you and I do not really need to see anything anymore before we believe. Thy word. Thy word is truth. Hallelujah. That's final for us, isn't it? But let's just pan around and see how he dealt with them even back then. Let's go to Matthew 28. And observe. Glory to God. So there was this great earthquake and the angel came. His face was like lightning, raiment, white as snow, all of those things. The people who were watching over the grave shook and all of that. The angel answered, verse 5, unto the woman, Fear not, fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus which was crucified. This is the angel speaking. He is not here, for He is risen. And as He said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly. Verse 7 continues. Tell His disciples, He is risen from the dead. Behold, He goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see Him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre. Notice, with fear and great joy. And did run to bring, to bring his disciples' word. Notice there's this mixture of fear and great joy. Hallelujah. So, first it was sad. They're crying, you know, looking for the body. And then the, they see the angels like lightning and raiment like the sun and all of that kind of glistening like snow, shining brightness. And then they hear the words that come from there. And now they are excited. There's fear. Notice the combination, fear and great joy, together. It's possible to have both together. Isn't that interesting? Because it is in the actual purview or it is in our choice. These things will come to us and they will start to actually knock and try to enter in and come to your thoughts and maybe flood you with all kinds of bombardments of thoughts and you can actually entertain them or you can say no to them, you have a choice. Praise God. Now, they don't know what you and I know. They are just dealing with it firsthand. First time. (laughs) So they have a mixture there. You can see how God is trying to teach us. There's a mixture of fear and great joy. And did run to bring his disciples' word. Notice verse 9. And as they went... To tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them. So there they're going with the mixture of fear and great joy. And then Jesus meets them and he says, all hail. Now King James, King James could give you a throw there. Because in Africa, we, when we greet people, we say, I hail you, oh, you're greeting them. And, you know, so in our head from King James and all, we just thought... He's just greeting them. Hey, how you guys doing, you know? But if you look at the Greek, he says, rejoice. <laughs> Jesus met them and said, rejoice. Wow. <laughs> and they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. So, he knows what is going on in the heart. You see, only he knows what's going on in the heart. And he says, we need to increase that thing, man, some more. Put on some more joy until the fear is flushed out. Excuse me. Ha ha. Until the fear is flushed out. <laughs> and they said, on, then said Jesus unto them, verse 10, Be not afraid. Some more. How about that? Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. Can you see him extracting these things so that only joy is left there? He's trying to pummel these things into us again and again and again. Fear not, fear not, rejoice, get excited, peace be unto you. This this is Jesus. This is what we were created for. This is supposed to be our atmosphere. And Jesus knows what we're going through. He knows exactly what you're feeling, what you're seeing what is around in that atmosphere. And guess what? He's a faithful God. And He will feed you and strengthen you. But, you know, just yield to Him when you hear these things coming to you. When He says, fear not, say, Lord, I choose to fear not. Hallelujah. When He says, rejoice, say, Lord, I choose to rejoice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go look at some more verses. Amen. I'm not a Greek scholar. You know, uh, I wish I had studied Greek, actually, it would have been wonderful, or Hebrew and so on and so forth, but I didn't. But thank God, there's a lot of help out there. There are so many things you can read in Greek and so on. There's Vines Expository Dictionary, it's wonderful material. And as you uh, peruse from your heart and your interest, you will run into things like this anyway. Uh, familiar scripture, Mark eleven, twenty three. Notice there it says, Who so Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall I'm sorry, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart That's either more but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. I'm sure you and I are familiar with this scripture. Praise
1: God. Let's hear it in Kannada. Mark eleven twenty-three. 23. Amen.
0: So, you know, if you've been reading around Greek and so on, you will notice there's something (laughs) called (laughs) active voice, passive voice, etc. Amen? Very interesting thing. So, you you may wonder about it. it. It has a certain emphasis. So, it means, in some cases, when it says active voice, and then when it says, you know, passive voice, Passive means you are receiving something. Active means you are actually enforcing something. Alright. So the word doubt there is in the passive voice. So what it should read is, according to the Greek uh, scholars, it should read, you shall not receive doubt in your heart. Amen? Okay. So don't receive. You don't have to receive it. It will come but don't receive it. It'll come knocking, but you don't have to receive it. So, you know, you may get scared because thoughts of doubt come. And say, "Oh, oh I'm doubting. No, the choice is yours. You don't have to receive it. You can address the doubt and speak boldly what God said rather than entertaining the doubt. Same thing with fear. You don't have to receive the fear. Praise God. So, if you can say, in spite of everything that's going around, I refuse to doubt. I refuse to fear. My God shall supply all my need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Then you are lining up with the way God thinks about you. Praise God. And you will have, notice that, you will have what you say. Hallelujah. Amen. So the choice is there. He said this day I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you and your seed. You and your seed. That your whole family will be affected. Praise God. You can choose things. You're not forced. You don't have to be forced. God will never force you. The preciousness of God is that He has given everybody the choice, the free will. Hallelujah. And you don't have to accept those lies that are coming down the pipe. You can refuse the fear. You don't have to. You can choose similarly to be joyful. You can rejoice. You can just be joyful. It doesn't matter. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can catch up with a a little more. Ha, ha. Glory to God. Uh, Also in Matthew, in the 11th chapter, let's read there a couple of things. Glory to God. You know, Matthew 11 um, has a wonderful ending. That's how I got saved. The last... A couple of verses in Matthew 11 is finally the verses that I got saved on. Come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and so on. Wonderful scriptures, but the whole chapter, everything in the scripture is just loaded. Amen. But, you know, thank God for chapter 11. He continues, uh, it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his, his twelve disciples, He departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, He sent two of His disciples. Now here, John, great man of God, according to Jesus, the greatest of all, praise God, every single man and prophet that existed All the way in the Old Testament, until that day, John was the greatest of all of them. Praise God. And he's in jail. Okay? Interesting. He was in jail, and he heard the works of Christ, and he sent two of his disciples, and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Mm, This is very interesting. If you look at this man, the Bible declares over there in Luke chapter 1 a word from an angel, Luke 1. Notice there, Luke 1 and verse 15. This angel is actually speaking about, uh, to Zechariah about his wife Elizabeth and they will have a son and all of that. And you will have joy and gladness. Many will rejoice. Then by 15, the angel said this, He shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. What? Let's hear that in Kannada, please. Luke
1: 1, 15. Did you notice that?
0: It used to kind of get me, you know. What? He was filled with the Holy Ghost from His mother's womb? Did you know that even Jesus was not filled with the Holy Ghost from His mother's womb? Interesting, right? Jesus was filled with the Holy Ghost, yes, you're right. During the baptism, after He crossed 30, while being baptized by this same John, that's when the Holy Ghost came and, you know, gently descended on Him and so forth. But this man... Was filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Major, Major, what a guy. Amazing person, isn't it? Hallelujah. Now he is the one who said in John 1.34, and I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Can you see that? Let's see that in Canada also. John 1, verse 34. He said, I saw and I bear record that this Jesus is the Son of God. John the Baptist is saying this. And verse 36 continues, Looking upon Jesus as he walked, he says, Behold the Lamb of God. He said, this is the Lamb of God. And he's the one who also said, He must increase, I must decrease. Someone is coming after me whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. All these wonderful things were real. He knew it. He actually received it. He identified Jesus there as the Son of God, etc., etc. And then he was put into prison. And now he sent two of his disciples to find out if Jesus was actually the one or should we look for some other. What does this mean? You remember the chokers. Watch for the chokers. They come to everybody. Even if you are filled with the Holy Ghost from your mother's womb. Even if you are the greatest of all the prophets. Even if you are the cousin of the Lord Jesus. They come. Hallelujah. And so under the pressure, under the fear-filled environments, Everyone, any one of us, we all have this curse in the flesh nature to deal with. We all have to now be careful with what we are fellowshipping with. Is it the news out there, the problems, the challenges, or shall we draw in and draw from God, fellowship with Him? Truly our fellowship must be with the Father and with the Son Through the Holy Ghost. Amen. Through the Word of God. Amen. Because Jesus knows. Hallelujah. Let's read also um, verse 34 and 36 in Canada, please. Praise God. John, that's chapter 1, verse 34 and 36. Have we already done that? If we
1: have, it's okay. All right. We... Praise God.
0: Ah,
1: ah, ah. glory to God. Amen.
0: So if you pick back the story in Matthew eleven. He says in verse 3, he say, Art thou him? (laughs) He said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? This is, you know, the disciples, two of them, you know, they are from John the Baptist and they've come to see Jesus. Are you the one or should we look for another? I mean, this is serious, a serious question. He's not, you know, joking. He's should we look for another? In other words, you know, he's like expecting how how am I in jail? Can this thing end like this? Is this the way it's supposed to end? You are the one that everybody is waiting for. You are God in the flesh. Is this it? It comes to all of us. And Jesus answered and said, Don't worry, man. I'm the one. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Da-da-da. He didn't say any of those things. In fact... <laughs> After the messengers went, the disciples went, then he said some things. Verse 7 continues, As they departed, Jesus began to say, Unto the multitudes concerning John. That's when he began to talk greatly about John. He didn't say all that to them. Said, you know, he did not supply any kind of, um, how can I say, good stuff, good words or anything. You know. But after they left, he began to say, Do you know who this guy is? Who do you think he is? That's when he talks about the greatness of John. He says, He began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What went you out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? What went you out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went you out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. Can you see the kind of overflowing words? Jesus knows how to speak. (laughs) He said, Yea, more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily, I say unto you, verse 11, Among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than him. Whoa. Now he comes to us. And he brings us there. He says, if you are in the kingdom of God, you are greater than John the Baptist. Wow. So all these accolades or praise-filled words could be applied to you also. You know who you are? You're the son of the Most High. You're not just anybody out there. My, 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 when you open your mouth, every other thing has to bow. In the name of Jesus, go, go and be fruitful. Go and increase. Go, I have put my hand on you. Go, go bring forth fruit. Your fruit shall remain. Go receive the nations. Go spread the light. Oh, your words will not return void. They will prosper. They will bring forth whatever you speak. God is working with your words, etc., etc., Hallelujah. But notice, he didn't say all of those things in front of him. Instead, he brings him to the scripture and quotes Isaiah to them. And he says, go tell him this scripture. He said, you can see what has happened. Notice, he says in verse 5, the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. He gives him the Bible. He gives him the scripture. He gives him a specific verse. And then he says, use this verse and don't get offended. In other words, to deal with the chokers and the offenses that will come, guaranteed they will come, they are going to happen. They are coming. No doubt about it. It is absolutely, 100% going to come. But what you need to do is act on the Word and speak to those things and don't receive those lies in the name of Jesus. Begin to think about Jesus talking about you before the foundation of the earth was laid. I knew you. I called you. I formed you in your mother's womb. I put my hand upon you. I set you apart for such a time as this. You are sent here not by accident. Whatever and wherever your feet tread upon and whatever you put your hands on to do, in the will of God, according to my good pleasure, it will prosper. You are created to prosper. You are created to spread the glory and the light of God. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man what things God has prepared for you. They are in you, the riches of the glory of the inheritance inside you, etc., etc. So many things that we need to fellowship with and ponder on and pray over, which Jesus would have naturally told us, go read this, go read this, go read this. Are you getting it? When we are offended, when we are bugged, when we are fear-ridden, when fear begins to come. Instead of joy, when other thoughts of doubt begin to plague us, that's the time Jesus would have to give us verses of Scripture and say, go and read this. Go and see this. This is what I said about you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe you got something there. I believe God is helping us to maximize the day, the time we have in keeping our mind and our thoughts and our fellowship around these realities Rather than whatever is coming upon the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God's strength is with you. The mighty Holy Ghost is with you. He is helping you in this day and hour. Amen. Let's read one more scripture as we, I'm sorry, let's hear some things in Canada before we move along. Matthew 11, and um, maybe we can hear verse 7 and 8.
1: Our yesu, Yohana and a Enu noduva Nivu Adavige Praise the
0: Lord Jesus.
1: Adare Nivu, Enu noduva Kagi Nayavada Nayavada Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God.
0: Ha ha ha. Let's read one scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Notice the fourth verse. He says, For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. (laughs) Notice the language there. Let's hear it in Canada, please. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 4.
1: It's Bible studies. Notice
0: there's a tendency to groan because we're in these kind of tabernacles that have the, the flesh nature in them. But what are we crying for? What is our groaning about that we should be clothed? Notice clothed, not unclothed. Not that this body will be taken away, but notice that this body will be clothed, this natural body, with something higher. Notice that mortality might be swallowed up of something called life. Notice that that thing that is going to clothe us and swallow us up is called life. Did you think about that for a minute? That is the same life that you and I already have. The life of God is there in us. I've got the life of God in me. He that has the Son has the life. 1 John 5, 11, 12, 13, and so on, if you remember. Notice that this is going to now come to a place where it totally swallows up. You know, it's the same word for drinking. And the Greek word is very interesting. It's it's katapino. It, Caterpino. And the word pino is drink. He uh, says chai pio. Chai pio. Have you heard that? I've heard it. Chai pio. Eh, chai pio. Pio. Pio na. Pio. I believe they're all kind of connected. <laughs> to be able to swallow. You know, this life can actually increase and increase and swallow everything else. That's plenty, isn't it? And if you look at a reference, it's very interesting as we close, uh, very, very interesting. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, observe there, similar kind of thinking. Verse 7, he says that, so that contrarywise, you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Let's hear that in Canada also as we begin to close.
1: Amen.
0: So this guy is the one who has offended everybody, committed such a sin, and now he is repented and he is very sorrowful. And, he, and Paul said, Let him not be so overwhelmed with sorrow that he is swallowed up, drowning in sorrow. Are you getting that? Hallelujah. So, it's possible to be swallowed up with much sorrow. Therefore, it's possible to be swallowed up with much joy. <laughs> yeah, we can just decide that I'm not going to be swallowed up with sorrow. I'm going to be swallowed up with life. I'm going to be swallowed up with joy. I'm going to be swallowed up with good news. I'm going to be swallowed up with the good report. Ha ha ha. I'm not going to allow that. Fear, I'm not going to allow that that lying thing to come in and gain territory and swallow up everything. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God is helping us today. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You are giving us the strength and counsel, oh, by the great Holy Ghost to choose properly that we have choice. And we can say, no, I'm going to be filled and I'm going to be swallowed up. Only with joy and faith and peace. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to rejoice in God's supply. I'm going to be excited about what He said about me, what He thinks about me. I'm not going to be moved by the things that are out there. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to be carrying myself around in the joy of the Lord, in the strength of the Lord. Because that's what He paid for and that's what He wants me to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you for drawing us in closer and closer to that place so that we are, ha, 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 more than enough. We are well, totally filled, and uh, totally equipped to deal with anything that is out there and be a witness and be a testimony in these last days. We give you praise. We give you thanks for your tender mercies, your healing mercies, your restoration that's taking place, minds that are being freed, Loosed in the name of Jesus, to live for your glory, to enjoy you every single day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Have a blessed time. If you like to give, this is a great time. Uh, I'm so happy, I'm so excited that we are receiving such thoughts in this day and hour. Have yourself a blessed time.